Mitzvahim will uh, will begin, and we'll discuss obviously the Indian of Hanukkah. Discussed last week already, and we'll try to give ourselves a little bit of Agdam. There's a lot to discuss. There's really a tremendous amount of Torah to discuss when it comes to Hanukkah. We already mentioned last week that you know the, the, the less the less asiyah there is, it means that the more hakana, the more pnimius, the more kavanas there are when it comes to the Indian of Hanukkah. And Hanukkah is very little in terms of asiyah. There's very little in terms of the, the physical preparation that a person needs to do in order to be mechen for Hanukkah. You, you can put your menorah up today, right before this man, put the oil in, and, and gandik. That's the whole thing's done. There's very little in terms of physical achana, but in terms of, in terms of ruchniyistic achana, there's a tremendous amount of avayda that needs to be done. And hopefully we all began preparing at least the beginning of Kislev. But if, even if we haven't, at least today, today we should be involved in the avayda of achana, the Khan of the Meneira, the Khan of the Meneira, sitting there trying to say, well, Shem Yichud, prepare a little bit, as much as possible, to be able to put ourselves in the right mindset before we're Madlik the Neiris, to try to bring down the R ourselves, our Neshama, our bias, and Mitzvah Shem, through proper Achana, will be Zeichet to be able to be Makabal Yantif in a way which is proper. So we'll talk, we'll talk about one, one Indian specifically, but it's, it's, we're going to focus on one Indian, which it says in the, uh, it says in the matter, we're going to focus on the Indian of Dreidel specifically, but we'll, we'll talk about it obviously in a Klaliistic way. Just dreidels is probably one of the one of the concepts on Hanukkah that are probably least understood. We spoke about it a little bit on Shabbos. I think Friday night at the Shomzach we spoke about it a little bit, but it's a concept which is maybe not so much understood and not and, and not so not so moving me a love exactly what the avoid is, why that's an Indian, especially you see by big tzaddik and they sit there they're playing dreidel and there's money. What the Indian is bechlal, but we'll try to talk about something which is much more klaliistic as well. Try to talk about the whole idea of Hanukkah and what the Indian of Hanukkah is in general. So let's just back up a little bit and talk about the parshas that are involved in Hanukkah. We always know that anytime, anytime we're involved in a parsha, any parsha that we read is always makusha to the yamtif that comes out during, during the parshas that we read. And the parshas that we're reading when it comes to Hanukkah is always these parshas, Vayeshev, Mikades, Vayigash, always the parshas which are talking about the Indian of Klal Yisrael going down into Golas, the parshas which discuss the concept of Yosef Atzadeh going to Golas, Yaakov Avinu, the Shvatim going to Golas, Yosef going into prison, Yosef coming out of prison. But there's one Indian that keeps coming up again and again and again throughout the parshas when it comes to the Indian of Golas and Geula. And that's the Indian of dreams. We find the Pel de Kazakh. We find that when Yaakov Avinu is headed down, to, is headed down outside of Eretz is headed to, to base Lavan, he's headed from the house of Yitzhak Avinu to the house of Lavan, which is really Klal Yisrael going into Golas. It's Maram is the whole Indian of the ultimate Golas. Yaakov Avinu is Bechir Sheba Avis. Yaakov Avinu is the one who's, shif, who's the Ava, the Shifte Ka. And Yaakov Avinu is headed from Eretz Yisrael out of Golas, Yitzhak didn't leave, Yitzhak didn't leave Eretz Yisrael. Now Yaakov Avinu is leaving Golas. What happens to Yaakov Avinu on his way? He has a chalayim, he has a chalayim, he has a sulem utzav arza, he has a chalayim. The Medrash already discusses that in the chalayim, he didn't just see Malachim Oilam Yardimba, he saw what was going to take place in the future Golasin. He saw all of the, all the, all the Malchias, all the nations that were going to rise up against us. He saw those Malachim going up and being Giyarid. He saw Malchus Edom, which is the Golas that we're in, go up and he didn't see it come down. And Yaakov Yunus got very nervous that if Malchus Edom is going up the ladder and he doesn't see when it's going to have a Yurida, maybe Golas Edom is not going to end. The Rosh Hashem is Menachem and said it's going to end also. But Yaakov Avinu, right away in his Chalayim, as he's leaving from Eretz Yisrael to Chutzlaretz, he right away has a Chalayim. That's the Indian of Yaakov Avinu, right away has a Chalayim. And in the Chalayim, he's dreaming about Golas and he's dreaming about the concept of Geula. The whole Indian of the Malchit, the Malchiyos that stand up against Klal Yisrael, the four Golas that we're going to go through, including Mitzrayim. And then the fact that we're going to get out of, the fact that we're going to get out of those Golas. So we see right away the Indian of Chalayim has to do with Golas and Geula. Then you go, Shtikal Vaiter, Eilu told us Yaakov Yosef. 
we said on Shabbos, the Iker told us of Yaakov Avinu is Yosef Atzadik. And you see, Yosef Atzadik, his whole life revolves around the Indian of dreams. Yosef Atzadik has dreams. They have kinah, they have sinah, because of the dreams that Yosef Atzadik has. And ultimately, they say the reason why they have such an anger and why they want to wipe out Yosef Atzadik and throw him in the bar and kill him and then sell him is all because of the dreams that Yosef Atzadik has. So that's Yosef Atzadik going into Galus which is the concept of Yosef HaTzadik was the beginning. He paved the way for Klai Yisrael to be able to go into Mitzrayim in a way which is not Shoshel HaShel Barzal. The Yaakov of Yosef HaTzadik goes into Golas because of the Indian of dreams. Then Yosef HaTzadik has, has the dreams of the Sarah Oifim and the Sarah Mashka, which gets him out of the place of the Beis HaSayar. Then he's able to get out of the out of, the, uh, out of the prison that he's in. And then how does he eventually rise to power to become the Shemel HaMelech? Because of the Chalim HaSaparai. It's the beginning of this week's parasha. Imikates, imikates, and then this Pari has a Pari has Chalimus, Pari does another Pisan Chalimus, and he brings in Yosef Atzadik, and Yosef Atzadik gives him the proper Pisan for the Chalimus, and then Yosef is able to rise to power, and ultimately when Klai Yisrael comes down, instead of Yosef Atzadik being still stuck in the bar, or stuck in the jail, which is what could have been, had Yosef Atzadik not had this opportunity to interpret the dreams, Yosef Atzadik is now the Shein Lamelech, he invites them in, he gives them Goshen, everything's done in a way which is proper, and Yosef Atzadik is able to pave the path for Klai Yisrael being involved in, being in Mitzrayim in a way which is Gashmias. So Okay, but also in a way which is Ruchni, it's got Yosef Atzadik standing up to Ish by Tifar. Yosef Atzadik paves the way. So we see the whole Avoida of Golas and Geula and these Parshas, which Golas Mitzrayim is a cloliastic Golas of all the other four Golas in, all revolves around the dreams. Yosef Atzadik's dreams, Yaakov Avinu's dreams, Pare's dreams, Saramashka, Saraifim. What's this Indian? Where the dreams of any Shaykhis of the Indian of Golas and Geula? Obviously, we find that David Amalek says in Telem Shir Hamalis, that there's a concept of Golas as an Indian of Chaloim. The, the, the Medr says on the Pasuk, Ani Yashena and Shira Shiram, Ani Yashena Libi Era, Ani Yashena is this man of Golas. Sleeping has to do with Golas. What is Golas and Geula? It seems like there's a concept of not just Golas having to do with sleeping. Golas, we understand, has to do with sleeping, but not just sleeping. It's sleeping that there's a dream also. It's not a Yinu, a yinu Yashena that we're sleeping. There's a Chaloim which has to do with Golas. But then there's also a chalayim which has to do with Geula. Yaakov Avinu sees the chalayim and that means we're getting out. Yosef Atzadik, there's chalayimists that get him out, of, that get him out, not just into Golas, but also get him out. So we see chalayim is mukusher to the Indian of both Golas and Geula. So we have to figure out exactly what a chalayim is. Once we understand what a chalayim is, we'll see that chalayim is the secret to understanding what Golas is and what Geula is. That's the Arish Zach. The second thing is, and again, we mentioned this on Shabbos, the whole Indian of the dreidel is an interesting Zach, and we'll see that it's very, very mukusher to this idea of dreams and what Hanukkah is in general. But it's the only Yantif that I can think of. And the only, and the only not, not just young, the only minig that I know that we have a minig pasha to play a kid's game. That's what the whole thing is. The kids were, the kids were learning. There's a sheikh in Sfarim, they bring down in the, in the, in the, in the, the Sfarim that go through Menhagim of Klal Yisrael, that the kids were learning and the Ivanim came in, the Ivanim stormed the room and they took out dreidels and they started playing with dreidels in order to make sure that the Ivanim didn't, you know, didn't wreck, didn't chap that they were, they were learning. But what's the Indian Bechlal that was sitting and playing with dreidels? We don't find this Bechlal, but any of the Yantif that there's Indian to play, to play a game. The only other thing, you know, we mentioned on Shabbos is a gragger, but even a gragger, it's not, it's not about the gragger itself. It's about making noise. You can do it with your feet, you can do it with a gragger, you can do it with your hands on, on, on the bima. What's this Indian dafka by Chanukah? We find there's an Indian of playing a game. There's a game called the dreidel, and it's a tifa game. What's the Indian b'chlal? When Yisrochah already writes some of the sides of dreidel, Yisrochah writes, Nun Gimel Hei Shin is Gemach Mashiach. So there's obviously some kesher between the Indian of dreidel and the Indian of Mashiach, that the Isis Nun Gimel Hei Shin, Amram is the Indian of Mashiach. What's the Shaykhis b'chlal? Spinning a dreidel to do Mashiach? What's the kesher b'chlal? So we're still holding in the week of, of Yakislev, or a week after. So the Baltania writes a Peldik Azach and Parsh He talks about the Indian of Chalimus in general. He's like going on this Pasuk of Shir Hamalis, Beshiva Shemashiva Sion, Yinuka Chalmim. He explains us what a dream is and how a dream is the secret of both Golas and Geula. We'll see. He doesn't connect that to Chanak. We'll see it's Mamash Makusha to what the Indian of Chanak is.
Zaktabal tiny like this. What's a dream? What's the, what's the pella of a dream? The pella of a dream is that when you're awake, you have the ability to be able to differentiate between night and day, between good and evil, between something that's you know, able to walk and something that's able to fly. You can make very, very clear differentiations when a person's awake, how to be able to separate two different, two different sugis you know, from one from another. When a person's awake, a person can understand what makes seichel, what makes sense, and what doesn't make sense. I understand that right now we're in Tom's River, and I understand that Yushalayim is far away. When a person dreams, what happens is the seichel shuts down, the conscious shuts down, only the subconscious is working, it's what he calls, and Rachman speaks about this term very often, called kayechamadame, the power of imagination, and in the power of imagination, you're able to have shnei hafachim that are working together. So for example, a person can dream in his dream of, you know, he's sitting with his grandfather, who's nifted 10 years ago, and his grandfather's playing with his kid. Now, those two people never met each other, right? Not only that, your kid's named after your grandfather. That's shnei hafachim, which means they're not, they, don't, they weren't alive at the same time. They're two realities, but you're merging two realities together in a way that doesn't really make sense if you would have seichel. You can have a car that's flying. So the concept of flying makes sense, and the concept of a car makes sense, but to be able to merge those two realities together is something that when you were awake, you would say, listen, it doesn't make sense, that can't happen. When you're sleeping, you're able to take shnei hafachim, two things which don't go, a car drives and a bird flies, and you're able to merge those two things together to be able to make something which wouldn't work in the world of seichel. A person could also imagine, a person many times, you know, imagines things that are just, it's just a mix of a lot of things that are happening in a, happening in a person's life or, or things that are going inside of a person's imagination, we just merge them together. You can imagine your home, you know, in Yerushalayim. So it doesn't work. The streets of Brentwood is not in Yerushalayim. Brentwood's in Tom's River. Yerushalayim's Yerushalayim. But sometimes you, in your dream, you're able to take two things which are shnei hafachim, not just that they're different things, but the shnei hafachim, they're opposites, and they're able to be merged together in a way that's a, that's a pella that wouldn't work when a person's awake. And then a person wakes up, and a person right away thinks about his dreams. A person has this chust to be able to remember his dreams when he wakes up. He thinks about his dreams, and he starts, and he says, it doesn't make any sense, right? Those two things don't go together. It's silly. Now I have seichel, now, now I have conscious, and maybe in subconscious, in my kayach madama, in my imagination, I can put anything together, but once I'm awake, I recognize that those two things are really opposites, and you can't put fire and water together, and you can't put my grandfather and my grandkid together. They, they don't work together. They're just shnei hafachim, and they don't have the ability to be, able to be able to be together in the same room, in the same reality, in the same existence, in the same, in the same body. It doesn't work. Right? And this is you know, the pella of a dream, is that shnei hafachim are able to be merged into one, one item together. Right, he writes, As if they're one. Your mayach goes away. Your imagination's there. You could have a ship that's flying. That can happen when a person's sleeping because I have the kayach without the seichel to understand that a ship doesn't fly. Other things can fly, birds can fly, but a ship doesn't have a fly. And the writes, the Rambam writes about the Shemana Prokim. Also, the Rambam discusses dreams that this is the Chiddush of a dream. They can take two things which could be a reality, but they can't be a reality together, and you're able to merge them together. Then what happens? And a person wakes up. And a person right away has the Kaycha Seichel, and he says, okay, now I recognize that that's Shailit over the Kaycha Madama. It rides over the Kaycha Madama, and it separates the two things. It says, this, Asfina, can't be Ratzba Avr. It's not possible, those two things together. And you realize the whole dream is the Shtus, and it's not possible. Right? Yosef Tzadik's dream is about you know, stalks of wheat bowing down. That doesn't happen, it's not a reality. Things can bow down, people can bow down. You can't have stalks of wheat bowing down to others. So Kaycha Madama is able to take two things and able to merge them together, Shnei Fachim, to be able to put them together in one. Zakta Balatanya, when a person's sleeping 
in physically, a person has the ability to take his kayach and and to merge shnei together. When a person and Klal Yisrael and the world is in a state of Golis, the exact same thing happens. The, the state of Golis is Ani Yashena. That's what Golis means. er, which means I have the kayach madama, which is still alive. What happens in Golis, and this is, this is the tragedy of Golis, and we'll see ultimately it's part of Geula as well, but the tragedy of Golis is that we merge shnei hafachim together. That we take two things, which should be totally separate and independent realities, and we merge them together. We don't know how to be mafchen ben kodesh lachal. The biggest battle, maybe we'll talk about this more in Hanukkah, this is a lot about what Yavan's about. The biggest battle and the hardest thing to do is not just to be mafchen ben toiven ra. Toiven ra is a little bit easier, but to be able to be mafchen between the world of kodesh and chal, to be able to separate what's kodesh and what's chal, what's good, and what's not good. To be able to separate what's the, what are those things that are going to be closer to the Rabban Hashem, what are those things that are not going to be closer to Hashem, are things which are supposed to be shnei nefradim, they're supposed to be two opposite ideas, and what happens when a person's in Golos is we merge those shnei afachim together. His example is a person works. So we'll talk about that. Ultimately, when a person works, a person could be masu matna and a person could be working in a way which is magalak in a way that he's able to be magalak in in a tremendous, tremendous way. When a person's sitting there involved in a physical action, you can be able to be magala shem shemayim in a great way. But he says, most people when they're involved in work, and again, I don't know if he's talking about us, but he's talking about the, the, the average person who's involved in work, he's involved in a way where he's running after his own pursuit of money, of fame, of, of honor, of wealth. He's looking for more for himself. He's looking to be involved in the world of Gashmias. And then that same person, who is, when he's in work, is a person who's totally involved in, I need to make sure that I get the most money possible. And he's involved in a, wor- in a world where it's, you know, the, the, the survival of the fittest. And then that same person then comes into davening and he comes into a mincha and he has tremendous eslavos. And he davens a real mincha with eslavos and he has, and he has kloisa nefesh where a person feels totally elevated from the mincha. And then he walks out of mincha and he goes right back to the same world. So in a, in a reality of geula, a person would understand that those are shnei afachim. You can't merge those two things together. There's the world of work. Again, not, we're talking about work when a person's not working in a way which is it's to be megala kvayichimayim. There's a world which is work, and that's one thing. There's a world which is davening. The part of the part of the tragedy of galus is that we take shnei hafachim and we just merge them all together. We say, this is all part of my life. These are th- two things which are be'etzim opposites. The be'etzim shouldn't stim, they shouldn't go together. Yet nevertheless, we say, this is all part of life. This is all, now I'm learning, now I'm davening, now I'm working, now I'm involved in Lashonar, now I'm involved in, 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 in all, all my tithes. It's all, it's all part of who I am. And we don't have the ability to be able to differentiate between that which is good and that which is not good. Without das, without a person having conscious, a person is not able to be mafchen between two things, what is good and what is not good. Part of the tragedy of Golos is that we're sleeping and memela in the kayecha madame, we're able to take two things that shouldn't stim together and we're able to merge them together in a way which is a pella. You find sometimes you can, you, you can have this and it's a pella, it's, Again, the, we'll see this, it's out of type to this also, but you can have a concept of somebody who's mamash involved in shal tachtas. Mamash involved in a real shal tachtas. He's involved in things which are terrible things, and five minutes later, the person can then go, and, and can be involved in the greatest, greatest, deepest terrorist possible. Right, something which is only accessible in our dar, which it had a, it, we didn't have this in, in, in previous generations. In previous generations, the simple people, and especially the people that weren't, weren't the holiest people, were involved in basic, basic things, simple things, like look at shechanarach, look at Gemara, maybe a little Now you can have somebody, and now we're dark, but frat. 
as we get closer and closer to Mashiach, somebody who's involved in Mamash, in Shaltachtis, which Shaltachtis is available to us in a way which is never before. And then five minutes later, that person can go and learn a Mimer from Torah R, which is the deepest type of Torah that a person's capable of learning. A person can learn real Pneumius at Torah. You can't, you can't go from one to the other. The Ba'atzim Shneafachim. But part of Golis is that I'm sleeping. And Mamela, when I'm sleeping, I just make everything one big mush, and it's all part of my life. Right, we find this, you know, very, very clearly by, by Rifki Imenu. When Rifki Imenu is pregnant, so it says, What does it mean, what's the concept of children running? So Rashi says, very clearly, as she passed by the base of Eidazara, Esav was kicking and running. And as she passed by the base of Medrash, Yaakov Avinu was kicking and Yaakov Avinu wanted to go out. Zakt Rifki Imenu. If this is what pregnancy feels like, I'm not interested in the whole thing. Really? You waited 20 years to have a baby. You waited and davened. Yitzhak and Rivka were davening mamish day in, day out to have a baby. She finally has a baby and the pregnancy is, is you know, it's not so comfortable. It's a hard pregnancy. You know, she, she has a lot of issues, physical issues in pregnancy. And she says, what do I need nine months of suffering for? You know, if, if, this, is, if, this, is a, you know, if this is what a baby's like, I'm not interested in the whole thing. Really? She waited for 20 years and she's willing to give it up because a pregnancy is a hard pregnancy? It's not what she was saying. She said, if this is what kind of child I'm bringing into the world, a child who's able to merge Shnei HaFachim together, a child who's able to say, when it comes to the base of Eidazar, I'm running to the base of Eidazar. When it comes to the base of I'm running to the base of Eidazar. A child who can't be Mavdal and Kaidish Lachal, I don't need this. If it's, if it's two separate children, which is what they were Magala to her, when she, once she went to Shane Ve'ever, they said, no, it's Shnei Banim, it's two children inside of you. So fine, I don't mind if there's a child who's involved in evil, and I don't mind if the child is involved in good. As long as the child is involved in evil, understands what he's involved in, and he's not living a, a hypocritical life. He's not living a life which is total, total hypocrite. He's, he understands that this is toiv, and this is ra. He has the das to be mavdal, ben he understands that this is good, and this is not good. She said, fine, then, then I'm happy to advocate. I don't mind the physical pain, and I don't mind even the fact that it's that one's running to the base of Vaidazara, and one's running to the base of But when it's one child which is running both to the base of Vaidazara and to the base of I don't want, that's Galas. That's the world where it's Shnei Afachim, it's the base Medrash and the base of Eidazara, and it's merging together into one kid. Could be even, even Tifer. Rivka understood that the goal, of, the goal of, a, of what a Jewish mother is supposed to do is Gufa to be able to give the Das to the child, to be able to be Mavchen Ben Toiven Ra. Chava, who is the first aim, it's called Ein Kol Chayish. Chava is the ultimate aim. She messed up in that world of, to be able to be Mavdom and Kaidish Chal. Chava ate from the Eitzah Das. Toiv and Ra. Eitzadas has Toiv and Ra. Eitzadas has good and evil. It's not all good and it's not all evil. But what, there's good and there's evil. What, what Chava did when she ate from the Eitzadas, when she convinced Adam Tif from the Eitzadas, is now Toiv and Ra all became a billable. Now everything just became one big mush. Now there's no ability to be able to separate between what Toiv and what Ra is. Now we don't know, okay, this is good and this is not good. And that doesn't mean that the, that doesn't mean that the good I do is not valid. But I have to be able to differentiate, okay, this is good, and this is something that I still need to work on. When, when, when there's a big mush, which is called Eitz Adas Teverah, when Teiv and Ra get merged into one mitzias, just called life, called Eitz, that's when the real issue comes. And Chava, Chava, that was the pagam of what Chava did. The Chava ate from the Eitz Adas, and she gave Adam to eat from the Eitz Adas, and she caused Eitz, she caused Teiv and Ra to become a total bilbul in this world. And Mamela Rivka understood that the goal of, a goal of what a Yiddish mom is supposed to do is to be mavchen between Teiv and Ra. To be able to bring up children that are supposed to say, okay, that's Teiv and that's Ra. Mahavdom and To have the das, to be able to be mavdom between what's good and what are the things that still need to be worked on. But Zakta Baal Tanya sleeping 
Gullus, when a person dreams, that's what sleeping is. A yinu kecholim doesn't just mean, we're not just sleeping in gullus. Sleeping fine. Sleeping means we're not, we're not excited about the Yiddishkeit that we're involved in. But, but a bigger issue than that is when everything gets merged into one. It's all, it's all one. And this answers up this, and this, you know, this covers for this. I'm not good in this area, but I'm very good in this area. So this will, doesn't work like that. A person has to be able to be mavdil and to, be, to recognize what's taiv, what's ra, what's kaidesh, and what's chol. And that world of not being able to differentiate, not being able to separate, that world is in the world of gullus. And the male, that's why gullus is maramas in the Indian of sleeping, but not just sleeping, the Indian of chalaymas, because the ikr Indian of a chalaym, it's to be able to be mechaber shnei hafachim yachan, to be able to merge two things together. But zakta balatanya. Much deeper than that. He says, so fine. So now I'm going to say, okay, so then so, so no, so what's the goal? So the goal of Gaul is to wake up, right? If, if, the, if the tragedy of Golos is that we're sleeping, and when we're sleeping, we don't have the ability to be mavdub and kaidashachal, and everything becomes one big bilbul of taiv and ra, so then the ultimate, the ultimate goal and the ultimate tachla is what we're supposed to do when Gula comes is wake up. Ani yashena now in Golos, but libi er in Golos, but the goal is that Ani, the Ani wakes up and we're able to now be mavdub and kaidashachal. Zaktav al tani, that's not the goal. It's not the goal. The goal is not to wake up, and the goal is not to be able to be mavdal and kaidish The goal is something much deeper than that. Zakhtav al Tani, what's the pshat? When a person's sleeping, a person's able to, able to be mechaber shnei afachem yachad, because when you're sleeping, the, the chiyas that you have comes from a higher place than it does when you wake up. In general, the Baltani is my marm, everything's exact opposite of the way you would think. Right? A, in general, I see this a lot of it, it's a lot like this, but in general, he talks about this concept a lot, that the lower something is in this world, the higher its makar is in the Elam Yisrael So Mamela, one would think, okay, when I'm sleeping, my makar hachiyas, when I'm subconscious, is the on a lower level than when I'm conscious. Zakta Baltani, it's the opposite. When I'm sleeping, and now it's not coming through the way of meichen, it's not coming through the way of das, it's not coming through my seichel and what I'm capable of understanding. So now my makar of chiyas, I have to be tapped into something much greater. If I'm awake, so I have the ability to, okay, now I can be moishachias into my life based on who I am. But if I'm sleeping, so then my source of life has to come from a place which is higher than me, because it's my, the me is sleeping, ani is yishena, and the male my makar of chiyas comes from a place which is the subconscious, which is called higher than the world where I'm sleeping. Now, the tragedy of it is that when, I'm, when it's a gullus type of sleeping, the shnei lachem that merged into one Indian together, and now I can't be mavchem and toiv and ra, I don't know how to separate the two. But ultimately, when Mashiach comes, the same thing's gonna happen. When Mashiach comes, we're not gonna wake up. When Mashiach comes is what's gonna happen is that we're gonna recognize that ultimately, it, my sleeping and my dreaming during Golas meant that I was tapping into a place which is higher than conscious, which was subconscious, which is higher than Das, which is a place which is above that. And Mimela in Geula, it's going to be revealed that Taka Shnei Afachim or Taka Echad. The, the Maila of Geula is not the separation. The Maila of Geula is Eitz Echayim. Eitz Echayim means not Eitz Das Toiv Ra. Now we're able to separate what's Toiv and what's Ra. Fakar, the ultimate Geula is going to be they were able to even the Eitz Echayim. Eitz Echayim is Batoich Hagan. Eitz Echayim is the Makar of Chiyas for all the, for all the trees in, in the gun. The, what's going to happen when Mashiach comes is we're going to eat from the Eitzachayim. I'm going to be able to be Magala that those two things that Be'etzim look like opposites are Taka one. So in Golas we say that Masu, Matanen, and Taira are, are, are Be'etzim supposed to be separate and the tragedy of Golas is that we merge them together. And then what's going to happen when Geula comes is the Taka is going to be merged together. We're Taka going to see that Shema Yishol HaShem Elokeinu HaShem Echad. Fracting more Atu Idna Lav Echadu. No, now it's not written the way it's said. Now we write it Yudke Vavke, but we can't speak it out the way. Now there's Astora. Now we're not able to see that those two things are Yachad. And even so, we're trying to merge them together in a way which is unhealthy. What's going to happen when Mashiach comes is much greater than much greater than 
just waking up and being able to be mavdum and kaidish shechol. What's going to happen when Mashiach comes is taka. It's going to be eitzedas toivara. We're going to be able to see that the, the, the makar and the source of everything in this world is avayas. Yud kefavke. The kisui, the helam which is in this world, oilam alashin helam, is going to be peeled back and we'll be able to see that everything at its core is be'etzim one. Right, we spoke about this concept. I think we spoke about Parshas Karach for sure. We spoke about it many times. I think at Shul, there's a concept of the, the way the Rabbanu Shem is 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 the way the Rabbanu Shem is madrich the world. There's two ways that the Rabbanu Shem is madrich the world. This I'm talking about. One is called Yesher and one is called Igulim. And the difference between Yesher and Igulim, and a very simple, I'll try to say very simply for now, the difference between Yesher and Igulim is Yesher is that the, that there's an R, but the R comes down where there's top, middle, and bottom. Yesher means that there's a line, and every line there's always going to be a top, middle, and bottom. There's always, there's, there's always going to be tzaddik and benam and rosham. There's always going to be four alamis. There's always going to be higher and lower. And then there's a, then there's a, then there's an haga which is called igulim. Igulim means it's circle. And the mila of a circle is that there's no separation between no, no part is closer to the center of the circle than any other part. I right? well, in high school or elementary at one point you had a protractor. What's it called a protractor? Protractor. Yeah. You take it and you stick down that metal piece in the middle. There's a pencil attached to it, and then you spin it around, right? And every single part of that circle, if you make a circle properly, is equally close to that middle point, in the, to mid, that metal you know, dot in the middle, that middle point, and therefore that's the ultimate perfect circle. Asad Lavai, what the Rabbanishim is going to do is that we're not going to be involved in that concept of Yesha anymore, with this top, middle, and bottom, is Sadiqim and Ultimately, what's going to happen, Asad Lavai, is that everything is going to be merged into one, that Shema Yisrael Hashem Akhen Hashem Achad. We're going to be able to see that Hashem and Elekeinu, that Midas Adin and Midas Achazah, it's all Echad. It's all constant, the same Akar of Chiyas, which is called Hashem Echad. Right? That's the Pshat. We mentioned this before, that the Gemara in the end of Tainus says, Asad Akadish Baruchu, Lasis Machal at Sadiqim, we Yashab and Ayyam Aden. That Asad Lavai, what's going to happen is going to be a circle. What? Lasad Machal at Sadiqim? It doesn't say Rikud at Sadiqim. Means that it's a circle. What? That's the asad lavai that everyone's going to be dancing around in a circle. Yeah, that's where the asad lavai is going to be. Asad akadosh baruch hu lasses machal tzadikim. It's going to be a circle of all tzadikim. Who the tzadikim? Everybody. Va'amech kulam tzadikim. Everybody's going to be dancing around. V'chol echa v'akadosh baruch hu yoshev b'neim b'ganeidim. The Rambam sitting. He's the center point of everything. V'chol echa v'echa mara be'etzvay zayashem kivinolach. Everybody's going to point to the middle and say, "This is it. We're, we're all equally close to the Rambam. We're all able to recognize that ultimately it's not yoshev that is top, middle, and bottom. Ultimately, it's all one. Ultimately, the Rambam says kol alman, and ultimately everything comes from that." world, which is called Igulim, which is called that everything's one. The gila of what happens when Mashiach comes, is it's no longer going to be, okay, this is Kadesh and this is Chal. We're going to be able to be Megala that all of Chal is Be'etzim connected to Kadesh. That's the my love of what happens when Mashiach comes, is that Masu Matan, is that working, is that spending time with our families, is that driving, is that carpool, all of it's going to be able to be revealed as that's Be'etzim Kadesh, that's Be'etzim Ruchnis, that's Be'etzim connected to the Rabban Shem. A person can get, get involved in this already now, like the Baltani writes, if a person serves the Rabban Shem properly in this world, in a world of Gashmias, then even in the world of Gashmias now, you're able to sense a little bit of a, a, little, a little bit of a sense of Geula, like the, Baal, the Baal Shem Tev writes, Karval Nafshi Ga'ala, a person can have for his nefesh, his own personal nefesh can go into a state of Geula. What is Geula? Geula is that I'm not taking two Afachim and merging them together in a way which are taka unhealthy, but fakir. I'm able to merge together my whole life and I'm able to see a, a total, my life is one big shtick, shtick, Avdas Hashem. Everything in my life is I'm being Oyver Hashem. Now I'm being Oyver Hashem in one way. Now I'm being Oyver Hashem in another way. There's different levushim to Oyver Hashem. But ultimately, the state of Geula that a person is able to reach in now, and the whole world to reach then, is that Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu, Hashem Echad. Everything becomes Echad. Everything's about the Rabban Hashem. We're able to get to the Nekuda Merkazi, the, the, the center, center point, where we're able to see that Zashem Kivinu Levayishyanu. This is also an opportunity for me to be able to connect to the Rabban Hashem in a way which is proper. That's why you find the Beis Yaakov writes it. It's like Dhamma to the Beis Yaakov. It's really written by his son of Gershon Hanach. 
the Sayyid Yisharim, the third, the third Rebbe from Mishpitz, he writes that Nisim, you find, and you find this in places of Kedusha, you could have Shnei HaFachim are able to come into one. That, 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 that's what the ultimate is. And, and, and the best place that we find this, he talks about this in a few examples, the best place we find this in Kedusha Kedashim. Kedusha Kedashim, Chazal say, Aren Enem in Amida. So there's two ways to understand on Aaron Enem and Amida. Aaron Enem and Amida, which if you measure the Aaron, if you measure the Kaddish Hashem and you measure the Aaron, somehow it doesn't fit. So Pashas, we would say, okay, what does that mean? That means that when the Kain Gadol is in the Kaddish Hashem and he sees the Aaron, he sees the Kaddish Hashem, he can't figure out how they're able, to, how the Aaron is able to be in there if there's not enough room for the Aaron to be in there and him to be able to walk around the whole thing. Basically, says it's not what happens. What happens Aaron Enem and Amida? What happens to Kaddish Hashem is it, he's actually able to be masigit. It's a, he's actually able to make sense to him. How two things that are shneafachim that you can have a physical object and you can have space. Now, if a physical object takes up space, you can't also not take up space. That's shneafachim. It can't take up space and not take up space at the same time. But in the place of Kaidish Kadashim, he doesn't see it as a nace. In the place of Kaidish Kadashim, the Kayan God is able to understand how that makes sense. And when he walks out, he doesn't understand it anymore. But in the place of Kaidish Kadashim, shneafachim are able to become echad. Because that's ultimately in the place of Kaisha Kedashim is the greatest gila of Shema Yishol Hashem Akan Hashem Echad. That Hashem Elekeinu, which looked like Shnei Afachim, it's the Shem Hashemogin, it's that which covers over Hashem, it's Elekeinu, which is Teva, and, and the Yud Kevavke, which is a gilui. The Ba'etzim Shnei Afachim, but in the place of Kaisha Kedashim, it all becomes one. How? I don't know, but it becomes one. Right? The other time, the other place you find this also, Mamash also in the base of Mikdash, is Oymdim Tzfufim, Mishtachim and Ravachim. They stood squashed together, and it came time to be Mishtachim, everybody had space. You, you can't. If everybody was squashed a second ago, how can we all be mishtacheve and have enough space? It's shnei afachim. We take up space. We're physical bodies which take up space. And now suddenly, the, and it's not the pshat. He writes, it's not the pshat the base of Mikdash expanded. Right? Because the Gemara and Sukkah tells us before, that a, we learn that from the Pasuk, that you're not allowed to expand the base of Mikdash pechlal. Right? The Gemara talks about the takana, the kana, the kana that, that they made to add the Ezra's Nashim. And the Gemara goes in to figure out how they were able to add anything. You're not allowed to add anything to the base of Mikdash. So he says, it can't be that any inch and any centimeter is added to the base of Mikdash because that's over and alive. Elamai, what happened was, is that somehow, even though Physical bodies take up space, they weren't able to take up space. They didn't take up space over there. That's Shnei Afachim. You can't have a physical body not taking up space. In the place of Kaidish and in Kaidish HaKadashem, Shnei Afachim are able to become Echad. Why? Because ultimately, you're able to see that Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu, Hashem Echad. That the Makar of everything is Echad. It doesn't make a difference whether I'm here or whether I'm there. It doesn't make a difference where my physical location is. It doesn't make a difference what avoid I'm in. Everything, everything is Alekos. Everything is an opportunity for me to get closer to the Rosh That's the state of Gula that we're supposed to get to now. And that's the state of the Gula that the whole world's going to get to then. And that's why the state of Geula is, is, is Shir Hamalois. It's a Yinu Kacholmim that not just that, okay, we were dreaming. We're going to be able to be Magala. What was the source of all the dreams that we had in Gullus? The source of the dreams that we had in Gullus was coming from a place that's higher than Das. Coming from a place which is above that, that Eitzah Das Toivara, where there's a separation. It came from that place which is called Eitzah Chaim. And maybe in Gullus, we didn't know how to be able to accept that properly. And sometimes we merge two things together that shouldn't go together. But in the state of Geula, we're able to see that our whole lives is all one, it's all one big Avaidah. Now there's a void of waking up, now there's a void of going carpool, now there's a void of going to work, now there's a void of learning, now there's a void of davening, now there's a void of going to sleep. It's all one thing. The way I go to sleep is that I void Hashem, the way I wake up is that I Hashem, the way I learn, the way I eat breakfast. Everything's part of void Hashem. That's the state of Geula that we're going to be able to get to. Memela, that's the whole Indian. When it comes to Hanukkah, the whole Indian's. Uh, just one second. That, that's, that's the pshat, obviously, that the whole, the whole idea of Yaakov Avinu and Yitzvah Tzadik, the whole idea of Golas and Geula is connected to dreams because that's what dreams are. Dreams are either the state of Golas, but dreams are also the state of Geula. It's the same state. It's just in one, in one, in one, a person's not able to be makabla in a way which is proper. And ultimately, by the state of Geula, will be able to be makabla in a proper way. And that's why even Chazal say, Yushalayim is going to be mispashat to the whole Eretz Yisrael. It's not going to be that there's Yushalayim. Fakir, everything's going to be mispashat. Kedusha is going to be mispashat everywhere. Eretz Yisrael is going to be mispashat to the whole world. Everything's going to be mispashat because it's not that. 
okay, here is holy and here is not holy. Mm-hmm. Everything's holy. Everything's elokos. Everything's able to recognize that world which is called Havaya, and it's going to be a giloy of, of the ultimate source of everything in the world, which is Hashem Echad. Memela, that's the pshat, the whole idea of Hanukkah surrounds us Indian. You, what, what Yavan tries to do is Yavan tries to separate things. Yavan tries to say, okay, there's Chitzonius and there's Pinimius, there's Ruchnius and there's Gashmius. You, you can't merge the two things together. They're not all one. The Chiddush of what takes place in Hanukkah, and we mentioned this by Shal Shudis, is that it, Kedusha and Ruchnius comes down into Yemei Sechal. That not the pshat, that like, not the pshat that Rizal says that everything is, all the Olamas go up. Fakir, the Chiddush of Hanukkah is that the Kedusha comes down here into the, into the Olam that we're in. Lamata Meyasura. The Chiddush of Hanukkah is that that which looks like it's physical and that which looks like it's mundane is able to be revealed as Batsamin Kaddish. I ain't a Shechina Yorid Lamata Meyasura. Yeah, that's when you have separate spaces. That's in the world of Yeshur. In the world of top, middle, and bottom. Yeah, ain't a Shechina can't be Yorid Lamata Meyasura. The Shechina has to be higher than a Sar. But ultimately in the world of Geula, there is no Lamata Meyasura. It's not the pshat that the Shechina is able to come Lamata Meisara, Pshat is there is no Lamata Meisara, it's all one. Everything's one big world which is called the Lakos. And Melo, Roshus Rabbim and Roshus Yach, it's the same. How could you like the Menorah outside? Outside is Roshus Rabbim, it's, it's the world of, of, of Tumah and Chitra Achra, it's not. It's just that we see it that way in the state of Golos. But in the state of Geulah, we'll be able to be Magadah, Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, all one. We're able to be Mespash at the Kedusha all over. And that's why we light Neiris. The whole idea of lighting Neiris is that, like Chazal said, the Gemara tells us that the Chila Aru Tzarech, the Marshall needs the Ar of the Neiris. No, but the point of the Ar of the Neiris is to be Mespash that the whole world's able to see the Ar of the Neiris. It says, Basim Chaspeis Yeshuev, they used to light Neiris, Lau Yishalayim was lit up with it. The point of the Ar coming out of the base of Mikdash and emanating from that place of Kedusha is to be able to light up Kedusha everywhere where a person is. That's why there's a very interesting halacha when it comes to comes to Ilchas Hanukkah that we don't find anywhere else. There's, there's Pashas, and this is where Ramah Paskins, that there's no chiv of Suda on Hanukkah. Nevertheless, Zakti Ramah, we do Suda Sarashos, but if a person does, as Miroy, the person says, Shurish Fetishbachais, he turns a Suda Sarashos into a Suda Mitzvah. So it's why we do that every day of the year. <laughs> every day, let's eat breakfast, and we'll say Shirish Vitishbachis, and be able to turn the Sudis Rishos into Sudis Mitzvah. So there are some Paiskin that say you can't do that. It's only when there's a Havamina or there are some Paiskin that say that there is a Sudis Mitzvah, and then you're able to take something which maybe we pass in Sudis Rishos, you add Shirish Vitishbachis, and it's like a tziruf of the fact that there are those that say that it's a Sudis Rishos, a Sudis Mitzvah, and the fact that you're doing Shirish Vitishbachis, it could be all one. But could be the Pshat is a little tiefer than that. The, the gilui of a Hanukkah is, is that all Sudas are Rishos is a Sudas Mitzvah. That every Sudas are Rishos you're eating is not a Rishos, it's not Chol. Every Sudas are Rishos is Ba'etzim a Sudas Mitzvah. When you do it properly with the Or of Hanukkah, it's all the same. What's the difference if I'm eating breakfast or if I'm eating a Shabbos Suda? If I'm eating it to serve the Rabbanu Shalom, if I'm eating it in a way which is a Kedush of a Taira, so then everything's Kaddish, everything's Elokos, everything's able to be connected to the Rabbanu That's the Or of Geula, where the Or of Mitzvahs are able to be Miyachet, everything in my life, where I don't, I stop merging two things together in an unhealthy way, and I stop separating things, but I'm able to make one big shtick of Avedis Hashem throughout my whole day. That my whole day revolves around the Indian of serving the Rabbanu Shalom. That's Mimele, the Iker Indian of Hanukkah. The Iker Indian that we fought with the Yavanim is to try to be Magala that Elkus is everywhere. They wanted to separate. No, there's no Elkus here. Yeah, over here now. Fakir. Elkus is everywhere. The Rabbanishim is everywhere. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elkin, Hashem Echad. Rishus is a mitzvah. It's all the same. That's the pshat. That's the pshat on the dreidel. Nachim writes in Sich Saran. In Sich Remember, writes a pel gazach. He talks a lot about the dreidel. He talks a few different, a few different halakim of, of what the dreidel is. But he says one Indian about the dreidel. We won't say it exactly the way he says it, but he says one Indian of the dreidel. He says the four Isis on the side of the dreidel, Nun Gimel Heishin, represent the four Elamas. Each one of them represents a different one of the four Elamas. There's four Chalakim into the Bria. The way he says it is the Nun. The Nun represents that which is called Nivdal. It's the beginning of the separation of anything. Nun, the, the Gimel represents, represents Gogolim. It's the higher, it's the, it's, you know, the higher, the higher, uh, the higher galaxies that are inside the world. 
the, the shin represents shvalim, represents Eilam that which is shuffle, that which is down here in Eilam And the hay is what the Ramban calls Kayach Ayuli, that's the Kayach, the source of everything. The Ramban talks about the fact that there was one Kayach, which is the beginning of moving things from Kayach Alapayel. It's called Kayach Ayuli, and that's the Kayach, which is the beginning of all of creation. And it represents the four Elamas without going into how each one represents one of the four Elamas, but that's what it represents. Hayuli, Hayuli, Nivdalim. Galgalim, and then ultimately shuffle. Those four worlds. Zaktab Nachman, what happens when you spin the dreidel? When you spin the dreidel, there's four sides. There's four sides in the dreidel. Four sides mean that there's separation. There's top, middle, bottom, they're all separate. When you spin the dreidel, what happens is, is that everything, instead of it being a side with a box with four sides, it now turns into a circle, right? How do you, how do you say a dreidel in Hebrew? Sivivon, right? Because it's it, 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 it becomes It becomes that world of Sevev Kla'alman. When you spin the dreidel, all the four sides, which are in period, they all become one. And Olam shuffle is able to become connected to the Olam Yuli, to the highest point, which is the beginning of the Olam HaTzilis. How is that possible? In the world we live in, it's separate. You can't have the Olam shuffle as any shaykhs of the highest Olam You take the dreidel and you spin the dreidel and all four sides, which are, are nefradim, now all become one. And you can't see the difference between them. You can't see the letters and you can't see the size. If you look at the top of the dreidel, it's just a big circle. And what's the center point of the circle? Is it a kuda? That's the Rabbanu Shalom. It's a circle and there's just a stick sticking up in the middle. That part that you, that you spun the dreidel with, right? The Bnei Suska very famously writes that the chilek between a gragar and a dreidel is that a gragar represents shaking it from down, down below, that the part that you shake it is down here and the gragar's on top. That represents the serusa de la tata because what we're involved in on Purim is that we went ahead and through Bechi and through Tshuva, we brought the nase about through the avoid of Tshuva that we did. And Chanukah, Svekar, serusa de la ela, we were all Messiah, Rev of Klaishos, Messiahvenim. It's only a medium, a miyach of a miyach that was, that, was, uh, that was willing to stand up against the Yavonim, and Mimila, it's Jerusalem, it's the Rabbanu Shalom coming from down below, and the Rabbanu Shalom coming from spinning the dreidel. So the top part of the dreidel represents the Rabbanu Shalom, represents the Kos. All four sides of the dreidel, the Nun Gimel Heishin, which represent the four Elamas, when you spin the dreidel, they all become one, because that's the secret. Nachman writes, Kibish Shavish HaKol Echanu. After Shavish, they're all one. There's no difference. And he writes, that's why since Gala in a place called the Beis HaMikdash, the Beis HaMikdash is a Giloi that everything's able to become one. How do you have that the Shekhinah of the Rabbanu Shalom is able to dwell in a physical building? It's not possible. It's Shnei Afachim. The, the, the Pasuk says that the, the, the world can't, nothing can contain the Shekhinah. Nothing can contain the, the Rabbanu Shalom's presence. The Rabbanu Shalom's ain't safe. How do you have something infinite now dwelling inside of a finite building? It's not possible. But Chanukah, which is Chanukah Samizbech, which is Chanukah Samishkan, in that world called the Beis Mikdash, it's possible. Shnei Afachim could become one. You could have infinite and finite working together because that's the gilu of what Chanukah is. It's that now it goes in the world of being Yosha from four different sides, from a separation of Elamis, now you're able to recognize it's all one. It's a one big circle. And you sit there and you spin the dreidel and you're able to see that everything's circling, everything's one. All the different, all the different halakam are all become one. That's the chiddush of what happened. Of what happens, he says. The Ar the Ar, the Ar Yuli, the Isgal But ultimately, when you spin it, you're able to recognize that's the that's the one. That's that's the pshat. Could be the way the Bnei Saska says that Nun Gimel Hashin is Gemachu Mashiach, because that's what happens. What happens Nun Gimel Hashin? It's it's a Gilu of Mashiach. It's a Gilu of Asad Hakadosh Baruch Hu Lasas Machal Tzadikim. But who? But who is the is the middle point of the dreidel? Yeshev Benayim Beganayim. That's that Gilu of the fact that it's Oli Gulim, and that's the Iker Avoid of Chanukah, the Iker Avoid to work on. That's why it's Tafka that the, the rest of the day doesn't revolve around the Neiris. You have to do a Chanas, you have to appear for it. The rest it doesn't revolve around it because ultimately the the Or of Chanukah is supposed to be Mispashe from that time that you light to the rest of the day to wherever end up, whatever Sudis Rishus you end up in, whatever work you're involved in during the day, it's to allow the art, because the art is there anyways, it's part of Golas is that we're sleeping and it's a chalayim and we're just mushing everything together, but to do it in a way of Gauladik, to do it in a way which is a chalayim, a yinukachon, the way it's supposed to be, that's the ultimate kulas. Hashem Shalabash, you should be zeichet, to be able to makabal this art, which 
We're all sleeping in Yashena and Golos. The ultimate Kabbalah that are in a healthy way. We're able to be Karval Nafshi Gula to merge those two things together in a way that we're able to chap that ultimately Shema Yisrael Hashem Ekenu Hashem Echad. It's all about some Echbes Abayri.